This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> I saw some headlines about it. Sixty-one dollar check, left twenty cents. This was at this Philly burger place. It's right after they had a really big win. And he big. and he's a Philadelphia Eagle, who, which is the NFL. Yeah. Right. Uh, professional American football. Yeah. 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 I saw some headlines about that. Didn't he write a note on the receipt or something though? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was just. I thought he wrote some like some, like. No, the, the manager of the place actually. Excuse me while I readjust. The manager of the place actually um, left a note. Uh, For po- him? Or, or posted, what do you mean? The, posted the receipt on their Facebook page. Um, and then he wrote. Just calling the guy out, company. right? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, yeah, he left a 20 cent tip on a $61 check. Yeah. Um, yeah, so did he, the, the manager said that he was kind of abusive and just. Kind of a dick to just, just a jerk staff. the whole time he was there, yeah. Right. Uh, and I, I think in that situation... On the heels of a huge win in, in a place that's well-known in Philly for like, you know, it's a hometown place, right? Like you'd think yeah. the guy would want to... Yeah, would want to be... I don't know. It's disappointing. Yeah, it is. When, when um, stuff like that happens, especially when it's, you know... I don't know. And for those that might say that it's, it's a violation of... Uh, Privacy, or you know, his personal business, or whatever. He's a public. I, he's exactly, a public you're a public figure. Like, you went in. If you if you leave that kind of amount, or or you you behave in a certain yeah. way, or even if he had gotten drunk, or or punched someone, or whatever the case may be. No, you're not exempt. Like that's that's what happened. That's what well, you yeah, did. I mean, you can be a kind of a, a dick, but if you've got money and people know you have money and you are a bad tipper, yeah, that that that's as bad as 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 going in and, as it and gets being, <laughs> being a drunk and like making making a, a fool of yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's. In, I think in, you deserve the, the same. Side, I think that's like one step below like dogfighting and beating up women. Which well, beating up women, you just get a, you just get like a quick suspension for it. Well, we'll talk about Ray Price for a second, or Ray Ray whatever his name is, Ray Rice. Yeah, uh, the guy who played. I don't, know, I don't forget what he played for, but they a week ago or so he he beat up his girlfriend. Right, like really bad. Smacked they, around. Right. They they didn't do anything about it, but then like two days ago, video surfaced of him. In the elevator, Smacking knocking her out cold. That's and so awful. They immediately suspended him from, the, like, released him from the team. Yeah, but just be, not because he actually <clears throat> did the thing, but because there are video, there was video of it. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, my question is though: Did they send him to bed early with no dessert? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, well, this is very serious then. Oh, I know. Um, like, if an NFL player doesn't get dessert, that's it's kind of riding the edge there. <laughs> We almost didn't do the show this week. Uh, I don't know if you can hear in my voice. Um, He's got a little little frog in there. Yeah, my son gave me his cold um, because we're teaching him to share. Um, and so uh, <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, uh, he gave me his cold. I, I I felt myself coming down with it yesterday, and then I was like, because I had texted you, and my plan was to do it uh, today, uh, Wednesday, and mm-hmm. then and then I was like. 
And I went to bed. I got I got like a full ten hours or whatever, um, you know. And I took a like a thousand milligrams of vitamin C before bed. I'm like, well, maybe I'll be good. And I woke up and just sounded terrible and whatever. But we're still doing it because then I felt better. I went I went across the river here. We, we live in St. Charles, uh, the suburb of St. Louis. I went across the river to St. Louis County where you can actually buy Sudafed mm-hmm. because the meth heads have ruined the the ability to purchase legitimate cold medicines in St. Charles County. Well, and I'm even gonna... over there, I still had to. I, not only did I have to show my ID. Uh, my license, which I think she punched the number in f- for the purchase, mm-hmm. but I had to sign via the like the pin pad or like the the p- the POS payment system. I had to sign like a federal like thing saying that like I understand that this is for personal use and not for I don't know meth. Like I didn't even read it. I was just mm-hmm. like agree and sign. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not making meth, so I don't really care. Um. Anyways, but we are here. This might be uploaded late, though, because I don't know when I'll get the chance to uh, to work over it. But uh, work over it, yeah, work over it. Yeah, okay. Usually, usually there's a there's a post process where I work. Well, over I'll it. do my best not to curse. That way, you won't have to cut quite so. Much. If you do, actually, that'd be amazing. If you do, or if you don't curse, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, okay. you had so many swear words in that two weeks ago yeah yeah it, no, and that's I'm why fine. the title was in just in which matt bleeps a lot because you swore, swore so much matt god i know i well it just it kept slipping out and you weren't under the i don't you weren't in the influence you hadn't drank or or anything. no it was regular matt it was, it was just, just you just swearing yeah. yeah yeah uh anyways welcome to give that some thought um tripod broadcasting's flagship show uh at give thought show on twitter facebook.com slash give that some thought Matt's at Suburban underscore Wizard on Twitter. Because it's Suburban, Suburban Wizard, I'm at Addison Todd. Um, yeah, connect with us there and let us know what you think. I had somebody ask me. I'll tell you this, Matt. I didn't. I haven't told you this. This is new information to you. Okay. All right. But I had a friend of mine who listened to the show for the first time. Sure. Two weeks ago, maybe. Three weeks ago. Which episode? I'm not know. positive, yeah. Okay. Uh, but and her comments were, or her number one question is, uh, uh, or was, <clears throat> is Matt a Christian? Oh, was it? Yeah, or maybe it was is he an atheist? But okay. it was it was that question, and sure. and I was like, which is the number one question when people talk like about me or whatever, like about yeah. the show. Yeah. Anyway, the feedback that you get that's the me. number one uh, headline, you know, on TMZ when your name comes up. Exactly. That sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Uh, My personal beliefs. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, and it was funny because the the response that I gave her was because we haven't talked about those sorts of things in a while. But I said, yeah, I said maybe five episodes, uh, five or six. I mean, it comes up; it's a recurring theme. But it, it, yeah, it, we haven't had a serious conversation about it in, in a good eight or in 10 a while. Episodes, yeah. yeah, and I said, I said to her, I just said, you'll have to go back and listen uh, to find the answer to that question. Good, because I I, I asked yeah. him that question. Uh, and his answer is is within the archives. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, well, how am I going to find time to do that? And I was like, oh, that sounds like a whole lot of your problem. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, you know. Sounds like, like we make time for the things that are important. Exactly. And if you really want to know, yeah. uh, it is uh, it is uh, there in the past. Was um, it because she thought I was hilarious and wanted to date me and have my babies? Was that it? Um, yep. No. Maybe yeah. part of it. Yeah. Okay. You okay. Know, it de- definitely sounds like from your... Your reaction down yeah. like definitely definitely sounds like definitely you. that yeah wants no to, uh, wants, to, wants to get a piece of the Maddie cakes carve off a slice of the Maddie cakes right uh, no oh, but she sure. asked me that yeah and I because I think you mentioned something and she I think she assumed because she knows I'm a Christian uh-huh. you know, or or believe the Bible she assumed I guess that I was too. yeah that's what she did yes yeah, she assumed you were too because Christians can't be friends with non Christians right uh, well they shouldn't be exactly um, <laughs> and so she asked me that and I was like. 
I was like, well, you just have to uh, uncover that information on mm-hmm. your own. You know, it's a great big world out there. Um, it is. Anyway, speaking of, uh, you mentioned a second ago, local, because uh, that football player, local news. Yeah. Quick local news. We haven't talked about it in two episodes, I think, or at least one. The, the Ferguson, Ferguson thing. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen any headlines about this? Um, a little bit, but it, it's faded from uh, from the popular popular view, which is, which is sad because it's a conversation we need to keep having. Um, a couple places around the country started putting cameras on their officers. Well, apparently St. Louis County has agreed to do that. Yeah, but All St. Louis County police officers are going to get it's cameras. It's state legislation we need to have in every state. I think I'd agree with that, yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, yeah, that that was the one headline that I saw, that St. Louis County was going to do that. I don't know by when. I guess it's probably a year, you know. Yeah. Like these things always are. You know, there's enough money running around for us to buy riot gear, but when it comes to, you know, pushing something through, it's mm-hmm. always, you know, takes time. But, uh, yeah, so that's a good move. The other thing was, I think it was tonight, uh, the article that I pulled up on the Associated Press, um... Well, it's an Associated Press article via KMOV, the local a local TV station. Uh, Berkeley, Missouri, a planned highway shutdown fell through because apparently, apparently they're planning on just shutting down the highway. A protest because they're still protesting. Uh-huh. Um, planned highway shutdown fell through Wednesday as a wall of officers in riot gear kept Ferguson police shooting protesters from walking onto Interstate 70 in a nearby St. Louis suburb. State troopers in St. Louis City and county officers warned the roughly 150 demonstrators. That seems like a small number to shut yeah, down a does. highway. It does. But uh, anyways, 150 demonstrators who gathered to stay out of the road as they protested last month's shooting of Michael Brown, a black unarmed 18-year-old by a white officer. There were nearly as many officers as demonstrators. Organize, organizers said the protest in Berkeley was designed as an act of nonviolent civil disobedience similar to a 1999 demonstration in the same location. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, during that protest, hundreds of people shut down the interstate in a dispute over minority hiring for road construction projects. Highway Patrol Sergeant Al Notham said that 35 people were arrested, most on charges of unlawful assembly. Notham said protesters threw rocks, concrete blocks, bricks, and bottles, leading to four charges of assault on a law enforcement officer. A smaller group later went to the nearby Ferguson police station before a heavy late afternoon thunderstorm uh, dispersed most of the protesters. And that's and then it just goes. There's a couple of comments from people. And uh, Wednesday's protest near Ferguson followed a tense meeting of the city's elected leaders Tuesday night. The Ferguson City Council held its first meeting since Brown was killed. Really? That's aren't council meetings usually like once a month? Once a week, I thought. Well, I thought there were more regular than that. Either way, uh, held its first meeting since Brown was killed, hoping to use the gathering as a chance to promote community healing. Instead, they were met with anger and warnings from constituents that council members would be voted out of office, which, of course, is the biggest tragedy that could possibly happen in a council meeting. And it won't happen because because 90% of incumbents get reelected in, in small uh, small elections. Right. Protesters' so chief not... demand both Tuesday and Wednesday was for the arrest of Ferguson Police Officer Darren Wilson, whom some witnesses say shot Brown while his hands were raised. Uh, anyway, long story short, uh, this Michael Brown stuff is still going on, yeah. um, and people aren't paying attention to it, which is, you know, we have so, so many other distractions. Um, I don't know. It's it it it's something that uh, well, people you know, need to keep Matt, talking we got the about. iPhone six out. You know, you really yeah, expect know, us right? to pay attention to people getting shot unarmed well, in the, the iPhone, streets. What Apple is doing is much more important, wildly than, more absolutely than anyone's yeah. indivi- any individual's life or personal, you know, safety yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We it's just so many, so many stupid, stupid things. I wouldn't even be surprised if, if the the whole 
fapping the uh, the release <laughs> of all those nude pictures was actually done by the CIA to to distract oh, God, people on Reddit go. from from the Michael Brown stuff. Speaking of that, I've got a I've got a actually here's a here's a really interesting story. It's interesting that you brought that up. Do you want to go ahead and? If you were Jack Bauer, the world would have never been saved because of the 24 hours, like four of the episodes would just be you getting stoned. It wouldn't have been, <laughs> it wouldn't have been saved. The world wouldn't have been saved, but it had been a lot fucking cooler. Coogler. Anyway, continue. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, Sorry, pardon the interruption. Uh, you're fine. Uh, you mentioned the Reddit thing. This story is freaking hilarious. There's so much irony here and just so much interesting stuff. Uh, this is from The Verge, which is kind of a, a, a tech commentary site. Anyways, yeah, I've heard of it before. Yeah, uh, great site, whatever. Here's the headline. Reddit user made famous off of celeb off celeb nude photos wants his privacy back. Oh, poor guy. I know, right? What, the user? Uh, John's McJohn, I guess that's the username, feels undue media attention has been turned on him. There was a sense of irony when the strongly anti-NSA pro-privacy users of the social network Reddit began gloating over a privacy-destroying leak of celebrity nude photos. Privacy, it seemed, only applied to Reddit users. For celebrities, no such luck. But now there's a, here, there's a starker example of the double, double standard. The Reddit user responsible for bringing the hacked photos into the public eye has decried an invasion of his privacy by the media. Reddit user Johns McJohn started The Fabbing, a now-closed forum, or subreddit, um, that became the go-to repository for viewing photos leaked from celebrities' phones. Although it doesn't appear he took part directly in the hack, he did perhaps do more than any single person to make the photos wi- widely available. And as a part of the Ask Me Anything Q&A on Reddit, he complained that a Washington Post story profiling, but not directly naming him, contained unnecessarily, unnecessary personal information. Quote, why is my being on an asexuality website or an Asperger's board, which I believe these were things that were mentioned in the Washington Post article, mm-hmm. relevant to my work, my work on are the fattening. <laughs> That's pretty funny. My, like, you're not doing God's work here, son. Like, you're not. Yeah, come but here's on. the thing. Like, the Asperger's thing I, I, I get because, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, well, sure, I may but, have Asperger's. I'm not sure. I'm I know I was. They they wanted to diagnose me with either autism or ADHD or something when I was in kindergarten. And my mom was having nothing of it. But but I, I can see how uh, somebody with Asperger, somebody with that mindset, someone who <clears throat> doesn't think the way everyone else thinks. Yeah. Um. My especially work. if he's using my drugs, work, though. Come on. Can can romanticize what he's doing? Yeah. Into some sort of broader work that and, it's not. And to a certain crowd, it is work. It is. I mean, there are a certain crowd on Reddit who that's their porn go to. And it's the it's it's Still the mods not. and individual users on those on subreddits that I mean, yeah, they I mean consider it work, right? So be it. Uh, quote: I decided Thursday that I wouldn't delete my account, and if the press wants to send me through the ringer, so be it. I won't be bullied into silence. He says. Yeah. <laughs> John's McJohn, an active user of Reddit's cocaine forum. Uh, so there we go. Okay. Yeah. There so you obviously go. some paranoia. Who, but yeah, co- cocaine also makes you. Despite the buzzing, it also makes you like paranoid. Well, no, not no, not paranoid. But you have you f- you feel grandiose. You feel like what you're doing is you're on top of the world. Exactly, right, right. you feel that everything you're doing is uh, is amazing and awesome, and that, that people should thank you for it. Yeah, uh, John's and a sen- John. incredible inflated sense of self. Basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
John's McJohn, delusions of grandeur, I think is the term you're searching yeah. for. John's McJohn, an active user of Reddit's cocaine forum, who the post noted had difficulty paying bills, also had this, probably because all his money is going straight up his nose. Probably, yeah. Uh, quote, I don't like it, cocaine. but so be it. The Nick. The Nixon administration couldn't stop the WP, so I didn't try to stop them. Also, I paid my gas bill in case anyone cares, he says. This guy is my hero. This guy's this, amazing. This, this guy, guy is... He, I'll, tell, I'll hand him this. He really is on top of the world. He's my mind. favorite mentally ill cokehead. <laughs> of all the mentally ill cokeheads. Of all the mentally ill cokeheads I know. That you've run across. And the ones I don't know, he's my favorite. Right. <laughs> I don't like it, but so be it. The Nixon, just to put yourself on that level, though, like, yeah, come yeah. on. No, that is definitely the coke these, talking. These are celebrity boobies, not like you're not Edward Snowden here, buddy. Yeah, let's be let's but be see, real. This, this brings me to a broader point: is the the media only cares, and and apparently the media and the FBI only care if it's a celebrity. Thousands and thousands of girls' pictures every day are posted on Reddit without their permission. Yeah, some with their some that they post. Well, no, okay, they don't always care because do you remember but, uh, the the Reddit news? I want to say it was two or three years back with what's his face, the guy who was doxxed, uh, his identity was made public mm-hmm. as he was a user uh, Violent Acres. Yeah, 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 and that was really. But then that was sort of the underage thing. That was kind of why it was such a big deal because he, yeah, he, he was, started the subreddit. Our jailbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but there me, are still subreddits out there like. Um, um, well, have you ever heard of uh, Photo Plunder? Our Photo Plunder? Yeah, which is where it's, and it's basically it's photo- basically guessing URL strings <laughs> of people's photo buckets. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, and it's it's also those it, aren't up there. It's with also hacked photos, you know. Yeah. And in a world where our Photo Plunder is still around, like why are we? Why is why is uh, well because when jailbait or or the fappening been been dismantled yeah you know? well that's the but thing when you dub- have 22 year old jane doe who says my my, my naked photos have been on the internet you know law enforcement's mm-hmm. kind of like that's a shame exactly yeah, sucks you know to be you. yep hey there's a, perhaps a civil you should lawsuit take naked pictures of yourself but when it's yeah. a celebrity then everyone every yeah. everybody freaks out and it's it's a big deal why because why because they're famous like that that it's it's indicative of our of our culture's misguided priorities when it comes when it comes to celebrity, if One you have celebrity, argument. you no. There's if you have celebrity in this country, you can get away with whatever you want, and and yeah, and, I agree with you. Yeah, and my point isn't about that, but my point is more about one could argue or perhaps make try and make the point that uh, nude photos of a of of someone who's in the movies or, or a musician or whatever would be more damaging to their career, but that's just because they're known more. No, I mean, it's it's I mean, if, it's less damaging to their career. If you if you, let's say you're yeah uh, yeah see that's true. Yeah. You know it is. It is less damaging. Let's yeah, say totally somebody is. you work for finds well, naked pictures of like you Kim on the Kardashian internet. Kardashian or who who was the other one? Paris it's, Hilton. Like it's the, made the, them more famous. Exactly. Like there's right? no. Like Jennifer Lawrence isn't going away. Sense. Right. People are going to go see her movies and then think about what her boobies look like. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And no, think true. to themselves, I know what you look like naked. I know what you look like naked. Yeah, like that sort of thing. It's 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 that mentality. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous, stupid double standard, and it's more detrimental to the people whose identities are revealed on the internet and their naked photos are found than yeah. than, than celebrities are. Yeah. You know. Well, and and it I mean, just puts you probably couldn't even make that point because let's let's say if you're. Uh, 
I don't know, a paralegal or a nurse or whatever, or a school teacher, God forbid. I mean, if you're, if your naked photos come out, like that's just as damaging to your career, even yeah. though it's $50,000 a year instead of 3.5 million or, you know, whatever, that's still damaging. Those are, there's still bridges that are burned with you, you know, in your personal life that you have to then overcome and, and mm-hmm. figure out your own career, move towns, whatever it is, you know, because that's how it works. You know? yeah. And not only that, but those things are always out there. Like once they're out there, they're always out there and they can still be viewed or found or sent to the wrong people, you know, your bosses, your coworkers, your colleagues, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, don't take naked pictures of yourself, I think is the bottom line here. Or do it in a secure way. Don't let them go on iCloud um, or any backup service. Just just don't take naked pictures of yourself. I'm not in favor of, of naked pictures of yourself. The naked selfie? No. Don't do it. Really? No, but don't you think it's within someone's it. like, right to privacy to... Like, well, yeah, but it's just not a smart thing to do. Like, if you send naked pictures of yourself to your boyfriend, guess what? They're probably going to be on the internet. Well, it's not, a, it's not a smart thing to pork Once in a public the... park either, but that's within your rights to do so. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I guess... I guess. Well, no, having sex in a public place... Yeah, is, maybe that's different. But, like, yeah, two consenting adults is the way illegal. I look at it. Like, it's like... it's it's Sure. You no, can do whatever you want with that's your what body. That's what I'm saying. I'm, your, not, I'm, your, I'm not making the argument... I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying... So you're not making a legality Or that you shouldn't. Point. Right. I'm just saying... It's not smart. It's not... Which an, I think, yeah. not a wise thing to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you, you know what? Doing heroin isn't wise, but I'm not going to stand in the way of somebody who really wants to, really wants wants to, to do heroin. heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. This is hilarious. This is another article from The Verge. Speaking of the internet, I couldn't believe this. I think this almost seems surreal to me. You see that headline? Cops are seizing hundreds of millions of dollars from drivers and bragging about it in chat rooms. Okay, what's this about? Yeah, exactly. That's ex- I saw that headline, and that's exactly what I did. I said, hmm, I'm going to give that the old click, the old tap of the thumb. This weekend, the Washington Post published a deeply reported look at Highway interdiction, interdiction a controversial attack that, that has allowed police to seize hundreds of millions of dollars from motorists without formally charging anyone with a crime. Typically, police will stop a driver under suspicion of drug trafficking, seize their cash as evidence, and refuse to return it without legal challenge. Only one in six seizures were challenged. I don't know if that's a, I guess that's a, maybe a national mm-hmm. stat, uh, typically mm-hmm. because of the high cost of legal assistance. But the legal justification is only part of the practice. As private consultants sought to expand the practice, they turned to surprisingly familiar methods, including an encrypted chat room where officers could brag about their latest hauls, share tactics, and spread private information about juicy targets passing through other jurisdictions. Known as the Black Asphalt Electronic Networking and Notification System, the chat room has over 25,000 members spread across the country, most of whom are law enforcement officers. Until recently, as I can just hear you see and hear your disdain. Until recently, it was hosted at a DEA intelligence center. Until hosted recently, on, it was hold on. hosted on DEA servers, basically, what you're telling me. But has never received any official government oversight. Within the system, officers are encouraged to brag about particularly big hauls, and the member with the highest seizure total at the end of the year is dubbed a Royal Knight. In other words, it's Reddit for highway interdiction, or or it's the government encouraging corruption. This is what it, I mean. It's hosted on DA servers. This is a D, this is a government organization encouraging corruption at, at the very the very at the smallest of levels. The individual officer. Yeah. If highway cops aren't encouraged to make seizures within the like department, if the, if the individual off, officer is being told to be corrupt, then can you imagine what the people who have are the heads of departments? 
what they're being told by by their superiors, yeah. by the head of the DEA, by the FBI, by the CIA, ARVPs. <laughs> this is why I up. think that one of the scummiest things you can do as a person is become a police officer. You have to be a you have to be a literal scumbag to want to do that to another human being. Or not to realize. Be, it's, I it's, mean, it's, it's the very antithesis of prison culture and of gang culture. It's just well, that, it's just a different gang. It's a different gang. Yeah, it's just the. On it's, a street level, it's, at least. It's, it's just yeah. like the prisoners in a pri- the prison culture. Only you have a badge and a gun. Yeah. Like, this is why we need to we need to take down the system. We need we need oh, to tear this down this from the top. Please down. don't, Matt. Top down, man. Seriously, like when it, un- unless un- until we relax see, there, Fight Club. Until we see the destruction of the United States government on a very fundamental level and a rebuilding oh, into something God, that that dude. is supported by the people, we will never see this kind of corruption go away, man. I didn't want it to fucking go there. I know, but there there I am. Oh, Lord. Yep, there he is. In all his 275-pound glory. You can, you, I mean, you can edit that out if you want, but... No, but, it's, uh, you know, we're anything if not raw and real on this show. We'll be right back. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not encouraging violence. I don't want, I don't say that... I'm not. A, it's not that I'm not a patriot. I I, I love America and I, I love the state that I live in. I, I think. Well, see, it's funny. It's a great country, but it's just it's run idiotically. Let me and tell it's you a story by people from the past week who, who are corrupted, hundred percent corrupted. Everybody in politics and in law enforcement, yeah. they're corrupted. I'm sorry. But yeah, they're 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 the bad guys. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me t- let me flip you a story here from this past week. A member of my family uh, who's very close to me. Um, oh, I'll just cut it out, but. My mother mm-hmm. uh, sent me a text a week ago, week, eight, ten days ago, whatever it was, um, with with an article, or she sent me an article that was like, here's some stats about uh, the Colorado marijuana th- uh, legalization mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how it's going to, I don't even remember, I skimmed the article, I really did. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was about how it was bad and stuff. And I just ran across some other data that was about violent crime and the number of jobs it's open and things like that. And I just sent it back to her and I said, just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Sent it back. And this person, uh, promptly replied that, that I was, uh, you know, deceived was, was their statement. Mm -hmm. And, and I said, uh, I just popped right back with the argument and this is, this is how I look at it. I, I popped right back with the argument. I said, I said, why am I deceived? I said, bugs the bejesus out of me that conservatives are so much about liberty and so much about about supposedly it's so mm-hmm. much about about freedom of whatever expression individual responsibility exactly but then as soon as as soon as one of those things crosses into their beliefs yeah abortion marijuana mm-hmm. alcohol even in certain cases you know then oh heavens to murgatroyd bring the government in and stop this stuff we don't exactly. like exactly and it it it, it, it irk, this is why i've floated more libertarian recently because it's just whatever happened to personal liberty in this country yes like like even if you look at some of the original writings of the founding fathers they firmly believed that if you want to destroy your life you should have the freedom to do so you know and and when did we stop believing that way and when did the the guys who wear ties start thinking that that they need to legislate based on a personal belief Uh uh-huh and that's I know that's how you feel about it but I just wanted to say that and share that story I think there are there are many elements um I mean even to a, to a, a smaller extent within the Democratic Party, but to a, the much larger extent, and moreover, the majority of the Republican right. Party, we have people who whose goal is to police morality. Yeah, 
to to and not simply to police morality, but to in to instill to, it. to, def, to yes to define yeah. this as being moral and this as being immoral. Yeah, and and having the government define your morality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing is, I don't even I don't even necessarily I mean, champion the legalization of marijuana. Frankly, I don't sure. really care. Sure, you know, I I, I understand I jobs. I don't, I don't one way or the honestly, other. Whatever. Somebody who uses marijuana, I don't care either. People are gonna be smoking their weed is the way I look at it, whether yeah. it's legal or not. Yeah. Same thing with alcohol. If prohibition was introduced at a federal level tomorrow, you know, you wouldn't see me crapping a brick about it because guess what? People still gonna be drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, people still gonna be killing each other yeah. when they get behind the wheel drunk. So, but still, when are we gonna let the individual make their choices for for better or worse? Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. Yeah, all I got to say. Um, it, Anyways, yeah, this is kind of funny. Bunch of cops online bragging about the amount of money they take from people from the individual. Yeah, it's under drug trafficking. It's under a, the guise uh, of drug trafficking. Basically, it's the DEA. This is on DEA. This website is hosted on DEA servers. Yeah, well, it says until recently. Until so recently, they didn't really right. go into detail, but until probably they realized that they had that been was, yeah they had been leaked and people were finding out about it and then they moved the servers. Or yeah. To a different well, in my, uh, I'd like to think it was because they just didn't realize it was there, and it got moved. You know, maybe, maybe, yeah. but I, I seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Yeah. I mean, the DEA is probably checking their own servers all the time. For, Here's another actually for things like that. this story pops right into personal liberty. I want to know your thing on that. Missouri poised to vote on 72 hour abortion wait. Just went in. Uh, shoot, I guess it's done now. The 10th, maybe. Who knows. Uh, yeah, uh, convened probably. on Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, uh, I believe Governor Nixon. Do we have an update on? He at the vetoed end of the it. The la- no, no. Well, let me view the original. But it did go through. He vetoed it last time. I pulled that from here. But anyways, the conversation I wanted to have with you is, uh, what do you think about that? Because I honestly, For me, and mm-hmm. I've said this before, and on, and on a personal moral level, abortion is wrong. I couldn't recommend it. I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have it, mm-hmm. to, to go through that procedure. Okay? That's what I personally believe. Yeah. But in terms of my libertarian mindset of, guess what? It's a free country. People going to do what they going to do. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily be in favor of it being banned. But on the flip side, you bring in something like this. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for a procedure like this that, regardless of how you define it, ends what will be a new life, you know, because people are always like, it's not a child, it's a fetus. Those definitions can eat crow. I don't really care. Yeah. But it will be a child. Like We can all agree that mm-hmm. a child's coming out at some point, right? 72 hours? I don't think that's unreasonable. Because you sign a paper... You wait your 72 hours. If you're into doing it, do it. If not, don't. Mm-hmm. You just had a weekend to think about it. Yeah. What else does it say? That Does it say anything else about whether what they'll have to do? I think it just, uh, Utah's the only other state with a 72-hour delay, but it grants exceptions for rape, incest, and other circumstances, which I think also is kind of reasonable. Uh, quote, our intent... Uh, and this is from Susan Klein, a lobbyist from Missouri Right to Light. Our intent is to make sure that a woman has the opportunity to really think it through, think to really think through what she's about to do and how it will affect her health as well as the life of her baby. The Missouri le- legislation is the latest effort in an aggressive multi-year push by Republican-led legislatures. We know that to limit abortions by imposing new requirements on doctors and clinics and mandating that women get 
a chance to see ultrasounds, listen to heartbeats and view other materials. See that I think is a little bit ridiculous because that like those types of things, I've heard about that legislation. Like that's not, there's no law requiring you to through the course of a pregnancy from zero to nine months. There's no law requiring you to go into a doctor Mm. at all. (laughs) Guess what? You can have it in the bathroom stall. It's not recommended, but I'm going to draw a line here between I'm curious where you fall uh, on this sort of thing. This type of these types of abortion laws and cigarette laws. Um, cigarette okay. laws do not, and cigarette taxes do not. Hypothetically, they're supposed to cut back on the amount of people who smoke. Sure. Um, but what they do, smoking is so addictive that the people who do smoke very rarely quit. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Um. At least not not without some sort of cessation method. Much like uh, much like smoking, it's it's a it's a health risk. Yeah. So the people who smoke are probably going to have more health bills and pay more in health care over their lives. Yeah. Um, you pay more in taxes to the government, but on the tobacco itself. On the tobacco itself, it's very much like this. You're going to pay more in taxes probably to get the abortion. You're going to have to jump through more hoops. The government is going to be able to regulate it even more to say this is who can and this is who can't. But the real thing... You well, see, I'm not into that, though. A regulation those, of who those can and can't. Those aren't necessarily on a bad thing, but here's, here's this. You know why the Republican Party wants you to not abort your baby? To have your baby? You know why the Democratic Party pretty much wants you to do the same thing? Uh, I, I'm guessing you're going down a more voters road here, more taxpayers. <laughs> like you know how much it costs to have taxpayer? a baby? Oh, dude, 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 dude. They don't care what happens to don't that even, baby. Don't even talk to me Obviously, about how expensive those things are. They don't, they don't care what are. happens to that baby Don't after even it's talk born. to me how expensive those things are. But do you know how much an abortion costs versus how much a full-term pregnancy and health care for the first two years of that child cost? Don't tell me, dude. I'll, I'll abort the next like 10 years, the next 10 of my kids. What they see That's are a dollar, joke, people. What, but it is. What they see are dollar signs. They're not, they're oh, not seeing God. that as an individual's life that needs to be saved. They see somebody who's going to put a tremendous burden on... That family and that person for health care. And whether or not Obamacare is paying for that, whether it's a single mom and Obamacare is paying for well, Obamacare it. Obamacare doesn't pay for anything. Plus, there, but road, but there's but yeah. still large health corporations like like Pfizer and, Everybody's and, and, making and a dollar. these giant BJC health health like system, system corporations. All the way through the through the thing, everybody's making a dollar. They they from want the drugs yeah. from when they're born to the to the vaccinations BJC, to the drugs. BJC yeah. doesn't support you know why why can you here's here's a here's an interesting thing right of all medical procedures out there right all sorts of surgeries ha- and yeah right. everything happens at a hospital except your teeth and an abortion and an abortion is an abortion clinic yeah right right that's my understanding yeah. So why can't you get an abortion in a hospital? If they're legal, if it's a legal medical procedure, why doesn't it happen at a hospital? Because hospitals don't want you to pay $250 for an abortion when they can have you pay $25,000 for a two-year-old. I don't want to believe that that's the case, Matt. That's, that's, that's... It is the case because that's what the money says. The money never lies because the people who control this world are all about the money. The people who control corporations are all about the money. And you are nothing more than a repository from which they draw money. That's I know. That's what the voter is. I know. Your vote doesn't count. What you do on it as an individual doesn't count. You are simply a debt battery. 
just like in the Matrix? Um, now I've, I don't I've, want that to be the now case. I've really, uh, now I've, I've really boggled your noodle, huh? I'm giving you, give that some thought. I, I am, and I don't like doing it. See, these are the these are you 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 wonder sometimes why I'm in a bad mood. Why can I can I why can't I constantly keep a sunny disposition? <laughs> this is why. These yeah. are the dark dark thoughts that plague my person. No, I know. I God dang it, that's so upsetting because it's probably true. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you are nothing more than a prob- dead battery to the probably to the true, and to large corporations. And healthcare in the past twenty years has become a oh they a draw dynasty. huge I mean, amounts of water in in Washington absolutely and they do around the world yeah I don't think anybody would deny that especially in the United States especially in Australia like med- large that's why there's like a huge crackdown on like getting pills from Mexico over the internet yeah. you know not yeah. because not I mean you know not, not because oh it could be dangerous it could be horse tranquilizers. Bullcrap. It's yeah. because Mexican hospitals can get them way cheaper, and if they could send them here to the United States, mm-hmm. people could get their pills and their prescriptions and the things that they need a lot cheaper than a CVS is, down the why road. Why there been such a big push against medicinal marijuana and uh, and the legalization of marijuana? It's because, guess what? It's a great painkiller. It's super good for a painkiller. Got a headache? Don't take an aspirin. Don't take an ibuprofen. Don't right. take some Excedrin. Smoke, smoke a little bit of weed. You know, I mean, you got back pain? Smoke some weed at the end of the day. You'll fall asleep like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, instead of that Percocet, you can just have a joint. <sighs> and it's that that's one of the reasons why. is because there's so much money in the medical community to to keep things like that illegal. And to I, make money off of the, the Percocets of the world. I, I, I enjoy marijuana, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily for legalization of marijuana. Right. You know, um... I don't know. Well, see, because then devil's advocate for legalization, uh, you have to look at the fact that, well, what does that do? That That's just inviting the government in to regulate it. Well, it is, which I don't think necessarily would be a bad thing. I think it's more on the supply end of the the innovation end um, of marijuana. If you le- like in states where it's been legalized, the latest craze, like in Washington and Colorado, the latest craze is wax, which is almost 100% THC. Yeah, and we've had this discussion before. Yeah, it, and it's how just, the medical, even if you if you look at it under a medical too much high, glass, too like, quick, yeah. and somebody who doesn't know what they're doing with weed smokes a little bit of wax, and they're gonna they're gonna lose their mind. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. gonna be messed up. Yeah, yeah, it's still a drug, and it is it can be dangerous. I mean, the biggest danger is it's gonna make you lazy, and you're not gonna do anything with your life. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Give that some thought. Yeah, you should give that some thought. Um, reach down here and get my glass of water. Your glass of water. I love that. Speaking of that, you want to talk real quick about how we're looking forward to Tusk? Yeah. Or can we just say that and no, move on? Yeah, we are. I'm so looking forward to Tusk. How many? We got what? Two more Whilst weeks. Being the, weeks? the walrus. I love that line from the original podcast uh-huh. that was has been in some of the little trailers and whatever. Yeah. God, I'm so late. Well, nine days. I guess it's the tenth today, and it comes out the nineteenth. So okay. Nine days, yeah. All right. So next Friday, we got to figure out a, a, some time during that weekend. Have we looked to see when where it's? There's playing? nothing online, but it is. By the way, you were saying it was like a total indie flick, so it's not going to be anywhere. No, it's it's Miramax. Really? Yeah. Miramax is distributing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. 
uh, I saw that because I follow Miramax on Instagram, and they were like, "Here's some upcoming films," and one of them was Tusk. I th- I thought that 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 uh, Kevin Smith had had split with Miramax, split with yeah the Weinstein's a long while ago, or split with Hollywood as a whole. It's just like I'm going to go over here and do my fat guy stuff, uh-huh. and you guys can do your Johnny Depp stuff. <laughs> uh, is Johnny Depp in this flick? No, he is not. Which is one more reason to go see Tusk. <laughs> Johnny Depp is not anywhere in it. Are you sure he's or not? Near- nope, he is not in this flick. It's uh, Justin Long and. Uh, um, yeah, somebody commented on Facebook when I said I was excited for the flick. They're like, oh, hashtag washed up actors. And I was like, what? Michael Parks is a great actor. Like, He's the old dude, right? Yeah. In whether, the trailer, yeah. Yeah. Whether or not you can, uh, whether, yeah, I don't know. He's he's one guy who's been great for his entire career, but he was in Red State, too. He played the uh, the pastor in Red State. Yeah, he did. The main right. bad guy. Yeah. You're right. Which, and I loved Red State. Yeah. It's a, it's a great flick. Such an eerie movie, man. Yeah. I mean, to me, it wasn't the comedy of it at all. It was like, for me, it was deeply introspective because of who I grew up around. Mm-hmm. Like I, you, you know, the like six degrees of separation. Like, there's like two degrees that I could go to find people just like. Yeah, that. me too. And that's freaking scary. Me dude. too. That's really that weirds me out. I've met a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it's not. I mean, it doesn't really weird me out. I mean, I don't think they're killing people. Well, no, but. Like the most you're going to get is a uh, uh, Westboro Baptist style, you know. No one's but still, anybody, look at but... all the look at all the hatred that they purvey on a daily you know basis. Or it's just like, come on, like it, they've done more so harm upset. to their own cause than they've done good. Even if they absolutely wanna, they if, have. even if they want to, because s- no one's like hmm, maybe God does hate fags. Yeah, Better look at what yeah, they have exactly, to say. Exactly. Like no one's done that. Not one single person. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like you, you're, you're part of Westboro Baptist Church because you're a part of the Phelps family, mm-hmm. the Phelps dynasty. Excuse me, and that's what you do with your life. You don't. No one. Do you know what? Like it, no one passes out Westboro really brochures and says, "Hmm, God hates facts." Interesting thing about the West, what these folks have to say. Westboro Baptist Church. You know that they're like even, all even the freaking Mormons do better than that when they knock yeah. on your door and say, "Let me tell you about the Latter Day Saints." Like at least, oh, hmm, I want to be a saint. Like no, God well, doesn't hate fags. Like that's not Westboro Church is is Westboro Baptist Church is more it's a lot closer to Scientology than any in the actual being an actual Baptist. You know that, but Scientology has a better rap than they do. Worst thing for them is Tom Cruise, who goes nuts on Oprah. Yeah, um, bees. Do you, <laughs> Jeff? Do you uh, the edited Jeff where he jumps on the couch? Do you know what the Phelps do? Uh, almost every single one of them, to a man, do for a living. Uh, n- I think just the church, right? No, I don't, what do they do? They're past or not pastors? They're lawyers. Oh, shocker! Yeah, that's yeah. They specialize in civil civil lawsuits. Um. When someone sues them for what they do, they allow it to go to court, and they win every time they win because what they're doing isn't illegal. Nor should it be. They basically I'll know. they pay zero in legal fees, but end up getting their legal fees paid for, and that's by 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 creating this monster in the press in which they always have they're always in the press and they have, always have somebody talking about them, and they've always have somebody suing them. Always have someone suing them. Multiple lawsuits at a time. They yeah. have been able to create this Survive. self-sustaining yeah, lawsuit economy, this micro-lawsuit <laughs> economy right in, there in that, Kansas, right. that provides for everything they need because they never lose a case because they make sure that they don't do anything illegal because they're lawyers. Yeah. 
they're not Christians. They don't believe in God because if they did, they wouldn't do what they do and they make a bunch of money and they're scumbags. They're no better than cops. <laughs> uh, I thought I had another cop story. Oh, no, it was that chat room thing. Uh, okay, I got three stories here. I got a fun one. I got Viking Fortress. I got another, yeah, I got another Ebola thing and then I got I got this. I don't know if that's, have you seen anything or can provide insight Yeah, because of ISIS? Yeah, I haven't been following it at all. Obama um, authorized well, the in Syria. We'll get, we'll get okay. in there. Maybe we'll get into there. I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I don't. I don't even know the situation, so I'm hesitant to talk about it. But but I do know Vikings. Um, it's a great TV show. This is from Telegraph.co.uk. Viking Ring Fortress discovered in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Historians believe distinctive geometric fortresses may have been built by Sven Forkbeard. Hmm. Sven por- Sven Forkbeard. Sven Forkbeard. Sven. Sven. Well, it's S W E Y N. S W. So I believe in the Viking pronunciation. Sven. S W E Y N. Yeah. But wouldn't the Viking pronunciation be Sven? Sven. Sven. Sven fork. Sven forkbeard. 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 By the way, if you're listening, we apologize for the confusion on your name. But we wholeheartedly. But it's a badass name. I was going to say the second part of that name, which I do know how to pronounce. Totally down with that. Like, if there was a dude out there named Demetrius Forkbeard, <laughs> I would... <laughs> I would have his babies. Yeah. I'd find a way to have his babies, well, sure, even I as will. a man. I would pay his child support. Yeah. <laughs> he obviously has child support. Yeah. He's, oh, he's got Demetrius so many Forkbeard. women throwing themselves. Yeah, if Demetrius Forkbeard has if, a litter of children. If my name was Matthew Forkbeard, <laughs> I would have so many more babies right now. Yeah, so you many would. kids. Yeah, you would. And probably a lot more swords than you have. Definitely. De- definitely. I would definitely have at least one sword, which is more if, swords than I have right now. If you're going to be a part of the Forkbeards, um, uh-huh. the, the part of that family, I think it's a minimum requirement that you have at least three swords. Yeah, oh, no. For the men. Yes, three swords, a spear, a pickaxe, <laughs> and one of those, like, like tomahawk almost axes that the Vikings Are you talking with. about, like, the, the, the cudgel thing, like the, the ball? Like no, the just like, ball? like, no, just like a hand axe. Okay, right. Like a battle axe. Right, yeah, battle axe. And then for the women, you at least need to have um, uh, a dagger. Well, let's not, let's not exclude the women here. No. Well, I'm um, not. Because, I don't know if this article mentions it, but it was an article from earlier this week about... Uh, there was a, a Viking grave site that there's, there's a team of scientists that have been go- combing over data from Viking graves yeah. and burials. Yeah. And they always assumed, basically from the, the ones that were buried Excavated. with weapons, okay. that these skeletons were all male. Right. But they've actually but gone the women- back. They've, no, they've actually gone back and done like <laughs> DNA evidence. They've found that it's the women closer are buried to 40%. With just, as much we- just as much Closer to 40% weaponry. of all these Viking graves they found are women too. And almost across the board, any Viking burial... Buried with weaponry. When they find a woman, she's buried with weapons too. <laughs> maybe maybe that's because those big Viking brutes, you know, they have a little too much grog out at the pub with the guys after a raid, uh-huh. after uh-huh. after a, a full night of pillaging. Yeah. And and they come home, you know? You know how a lot of that testosterone... Well, the, the, throw the, a little grog in yeah. there. They like to smack around the misses. The, so the fan- so those Viking women have the weaponry to protect themselves from the mm-hmm. Viking men. Well, the fantasy or trope, those beards. The fantasy trope of shield maidens um, comes from the book The Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien, oh, God, in which there we were go. elvish, here we go. elvish shield maidens. Crap. Of course, we everybody who's a Tolkien fan knows that he based his elves off of Scandinavian history. Right. 
so it, it makes perfect sense that I mean, especially in the Kalevala, they, they talk about female warriors. I mean, uh-huh. it's it's a war war culture period right. of, of raiding and 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 a pillaging and, and a pillaging and a pl- yeah. plundering. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, the women did it too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, look for the new album, uh, A Pillaging and a Plundering by DJ Forkbeard. <laughs> Spinning the top hits. Yeah, that drops next year. Uh, he's he's the number one SMC in, in, in Europe, right? In Northern Europe right now. Yeah, he's the number one Viking EDM musician. He's the number one Viking <laughs> MC in places where you can see Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, Forkbeard MC in the house Spitting the rhymes like a louse You don't know this You can't touch this But I'm gonna sw- knock your axe Or your head off with an axe Something <laughs> I don't know Yeah something like that No he's he's really popular um, Of course we all remember His number one hit track uh, From last year Called My Beard Brings the Ladies Yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, popular track uh, <laughs> Don't Please don't uh, I got a fork beard. It's so f- weird. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was the start of it, but yeah. Yeah, that, no, I, I've heard the song and it's been track. stuck in my head. Yeah. I got a fork beard. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, so uh, back to the story. Viking ring fortress discovered in Denmark. Historians believe distinctive geometric fortresses may have been built by Sven or Sven Forkbeard as a military training camp to, from which to launch his invasion of England. Archaeologists in Denmark have discovered a distinctive ring-shaped Viking fortress, which historians may believe, which historians believe may have been used to launch an invasion of England. The fortress found on the Danish island of Zealand, around 30 miles south of Copenhagen, is the fifth circular for- fortress to be unearthed, and the first in over 60 years. This is great news, said Lasse Sohn, how do you say that, a Viking historian from the Saxo Institute at the University of Copenhagen. Quote, although there were Vikings in other countries, these circular fortresses are unique to Denmark. Many have given up hope that there were many of them left. Like previously discovered ring fortresses, the Valo Borgring is thought to date back to the late 10th century and the reign of Harold Bluetooth. These guys all had the most amazing names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the king who Christianized Denmark and Norway. However, some historians contend that the fortresses were the fortresses were constructed by his sons when Forkbeard, the first Danish king of England, as a military training camp or barracks from which to launch his invasion of England. Forkbeard and Bluetooth. Yes. Well, that was his son. His son it looks like yeah. Huh. Uh, the newly discovered fortress has a diameter of four hundred seventy-five feet, making it the third largest of its type, and consists of a thirty-five wide circular rampart surrounded by a palisade. A palisade of wooden spikes. You know, one thing that this world doesn't have enough of, Matt, in 2014... Palisades of wooden spikes? Well, that, but ramparts. There's not a lot of ramparts, like, just well, going there's around. There's still, like, in castles and stuff, there's still ramparts. Yeah, old ones. But, but like, no, we, we don't, don't build any ramparts exactly, anymore. Yeah. Exactly. You don't build, like, a skyscraper. I think that's the number on one problem with the U.S. military industrial yeah. complex. No ramparts. No ramparts. Yeah, from the ramparts we watched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's in our, our national anthem, so uh-huh. why did we ever give up on the rampart? Yeah, but we should just build build skyscrapers, stick a rampart on top of it. Yep. Or ramparts, several of them. It's <laughs> probably why the two towers fell. Or the whole ram. Yeah. Did you do a part of the ram? Or the whole ram? I don't know. Just, by the way, are you are you excited for tomorrow's holiday? For Patriots Day? Is that what it is? You didn't know that? Yeah. I was going to Google it's, it. I was actually no. looking at my calendar, calendar today. Like it... 
it's a national holiday. It's marked the, the date is high. The, the date on the calendar. Oh, so is I highlighted. don't have to be at work tomorrow. And I, yeah, I, I pushed. I'm like, what is? Why is this highlighted? Do I have a note for tomorrow? Nope. Patriots Day, national holiday. What is that? Workers get off free for nine eleven. Oh really? Oh, it's tomorrow 9/11. is nine eleven. It's nine eleven nine eleven celebration day. Thursday nine eleven. Wow. So, let's have a moment day. of silence for nine eleven. Let's not. Okay. Still had one. All right. Uh, <laughs> tricked you. You thought I was going to talk. Nope. Homage to the dead. Uh, so Ebola. Where were you on 9-11 when you found out? Um, I remember I, I, I remember actually exactly where I was, and I don't usually remember like specific things. But Well, it's probably due to the THC. But No, but I, I remember uh, I was, uh, was I, I guess I was 18. Yeah. Um, I was just getting out of bed. It was about 9, 8.45 in the morning. I had gotten out of bed. Yeah. Um, I clicked on the TV as yeah. I was going, like went to the bathroom to do my stuff. I come back, and they're showing images of like the – two towers burning and I'm yeah. like what's going on so I sat down and watched the news for like 10 minutes yeah um, and did that turn into 10 hours did you watch like the whole no, thing no I, I, I had to get dressed and go to work because I had to open up the store nice um, where were you working at the time uh, Crumbly Burger Crumbly Burger Crumbly Burger Crumbly in, uh, Burger in Montgomery City, Missouri oh, this yeah. is ancient mad history this is, it is. 13 yeah. years ago yeah um, but yeah I, I remember I remember specifically where I was in this, the coolest kind of apartment that I've ever had but at the same time like terrible yeah it was yeah um but yeah, it was a ridiculously small town, and it was a ridiculous job, and I only did it for a year before I moved on. But yeah, I was the GM of this little fast nice. food restaurant, which had like three employees because it was so slow all the time. So right. I did I did eighty percent of the work yeah. there as you know, the GM as the GM. Situations, you know, yeah. I cooked eight percent of the food, you know, just across the board. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was kind of ridiculous. It sounds like it. Yeah. I was, uh, but that, that's the same thing. I I had gotten out of bed. Uh, well, and actually, no, I remember I was in bed and my mom came into me and my brother's room. I believe we were sharing a room at the time because I think one of my sisters had just been born. Maybe, um, the older one. Um, so she had a room and then me and my brother shared a room and my mom came in and she was like, she was like, dad called, um, a plane crash into a big tower in New York and they're not sure if it's an accident. Turn on the TV. That was, that was like what she said. And so we went out and like, turned on the TV and then of course it became apparent. And then the second plane and on and on and on. Then, you know, we watched it for like hours and hours. And I remember we had run errands later that day with my mom and I can't remember if my brother went or not. I don't think he did. Cause I was sitting in the front seat of our minivan at the time. And I remember looking out and someone had a flag like on their car or something. And I remember thinking, because at that point it was all, it, it, it was pretty apparent that this was an attack or, sure. you know, a violent, sure. you know, uh, not an accident, you know. And uh, it was just like maybe three or four in the afternoon. And I remember thinking like, and this is not a joke. This isn't, this isn't, this is this doesn't come from everything since then. Like this really was what I thought in that moment. I thought to myself, nothing's going to be the same. I was just kind of thinking back and I was like, after stuff like this, we're not, we're not going to look at the world the same way. I just remember just kind of really quickly pondering that thought, not for a long time, not for, not any grandiose thoughts or, or, or musings or contemplations of my own life. But I just remember thinking, I don't think we're going to quite do things the same way in the future. 
Yeah. And then just and then I just went on to like, you know, Slurpees and Skittles or whatever I was into at the time. Doing the same thing you were doing before. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and who isn't into Slurpees and Skittles? But okay. yeah, I remember I do remember thinking that. I was just like, I don't think things are quite going to ever be the same after this, you know. And then uh they weren't because we had the Patriot Act and then of course we had to bomb a country. You know, when something like that happens. Sure, sure. You know, so. And now we have to bomb ISIS because we got to keep bombing people. Like once you start bombing, yeah. you can't stop bombing. That's uh, it was a headline I brought up. I'm not going to tell you what the site from which I actually saved this story. Infowars.com. Oh God, no. We would know it'd be false then. Yeah. What a clown, Alex Jones. By the way, still a permanent invite to come on this show. Oh yeah, anytime, any place. Uh, totally, anywhere. we'll come out to him. <clears throat> Yeah. He can come out to us. We can meet halfway. We can do a Skype thing. However he wants to do it. Uh, we, he, he can host this show for once. Yes, and have us can. be the guests. Yep. Um, I would love like give that some thought. Hosted by Alex Jones. Yeah. Um, a special edition of Give That Some Thought today, hosted by uh, Alex Jones. That's exactly yeah. what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. And I can't imagine someone listening to that for five, four, three, whatever hours a day that he's... Yeah. On satellite radio. I can't, because there are a lot of morons in this world. I don't understand. T- to me, I guess people, what people do is they, because he's on satellite radio, they file it, they're like, oh, well, he doesn't have any censorship, you know, he can say what he wants. But to me, the whole, in in that thing, because like, like who's the other big name of, of satellite radio? Howard Stern, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's why people go to satellite radio, that's what, five, eight years ago, whenever it was that he switched, that's what made people actually go, huh, maybe I should go to satellite radio. Like, that was what put satellite radio on the map was when Howard, Howard Stern went. I think people are used to listening to Howard Stern, so they listen to Howard Stern, but I don't think Howard Stern is that popular. I don't think he's that Well, in terms of popularity, well no, but, but let's be honest. He did, he put satellite radio. Well, yeah, he was he the made first it to big where name. when I say satellite radio to you, you don't go, what's that? Like you know what I mean, but but be- no, but th- not 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 really that. I don't yeah, I don't absolutely. think so. I think people were, were aware of the technology. It's nope. It's, it's just the fact that how many how many big names are there in radio, still doing it? Maybe Eight, a dozen. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alex Jones, Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Alex Jones, uh-huh. Rush Limbaugh, Howard Stern, Don Imus. I don't think he's doing anymore. No, I think he's dead. Uh, so then you, I guess you go to like your Sean Hannity's, like right, Michael Savage maybe right. Mark Levin, what's the what's the one screechy chick? Oh, that's local radio, but yeah, Dana, but d- isn't, isn't Lash. not her, but the other one, the one that's like a step above her. It's always on Fox News, always writing books. Oh, Skeletor. she's not on the radio though. Oh, I thought she had a radio. Program. Ann Coulter. Yeah, I thought she, she had a radio. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. It's funny because I actually don't know. Like, if you put if if someone if I walked out of this apartment tonight and met with a miscreant thug uh, upon the streets and he put a gun to my head and said, "What does Ann Coulter do for a living?" I wouldn't have an answer other than uh, author. Like, I don't I don't yeah. know what she does. Technically, like she just shows up on Fox News or CNN or wherever, mm-hmm. writes books, shows up on the radio, plenty, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't like is she. Can you make a living just doing if, that? Because well, I need to get into somebody, that gig. If somebody did that to me, like if I had to say what Ann Coulter did for a living, and I would say probably the worst Reddit AMAs of all time. Do those pay well? Because I no. could get into that business no. too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, but she's not on the radio. But yeah, yeah, there's about a dozen radio Right, so people. when the biggest, most popular, most shocking, most crass one makes the jump to satellite radio, it's, some, it's, it's felt... Very largely in the industry, 
because yeah, yeah, yeah. you only have a few big names, yeah, right? Yeah. You only have a few people who draw a lot of water. Everybody else is kind of on mm-hmm. the fringe. So when the biggest one jumps to a different platform... Oh, Coast to Coast. We didn't people, we to mention Coast to Coast. People, you know, uh, take exception. Take note. Yeah. Well, you know... And take note. I do right? think you put satellite on, on, on the map. I, <laughs> um, and that was his, what, what his lawsuit was over from two or three years ago. He... Because it was... The way he put it, it was basically understood that if he increased the subscriber count, he would get a bonus. Mm-hmm. You know, it said that in his contract, but there were no specific numbers. So when XM bought Sirius, now it's Sirius XM, he was kind of like, um, I'm your biggest reason that that happened. I should get a bonus. Yeah. And, and then I think it, I think it was defeated in court because they were like, well, there were no numbers in the contract. And you, yeah, yeah. You've gotten like yearly bonuses or whatever. It would have been different, like if but, he if he if he owned stock in Sirius when they had the merger, like you know. He yeah. Have, well, he would have he would have seen him paid out a payout anyways. Yeah. You know, but I actually speaking of Howard Stern, I remember. This is actually ancient Addison history. I'll give this to you. I used to listen to the radio when my mom would leave. I would I would flip through because not only did she well she she really only wanted me to listen to classical music. In terms of music, and then in terms of, I don't think she even considered talk as an option. Uh, but at a very young age, I started listening to Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, that kind of thing. Um, and I remember one day in the morning, I, I was listening to a radio because my mom was gone or out of the room at the very least. And I was scrolling through and I found Howard Stern and I loved his voice. And I began listening to him and I don't remember what bit they were doing or what even they were talking about. I think they were doing the news. And Robin, his news girl, you know, uh, I listened to her and I, and I just had this image in my mind of a, a little bit larger white lady with very big hair that was blonde. And then I, I either Googled him or something and I found out that she was black. And I realized that that taught me a very important lesson about judging books by their cover. Because okay. for some reason in my young mind, I thought, well, if someone's black, you would instantly be able to tell by the way they talk. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the case. No. No. Anyways, that's my one and only memory of like, or standout memory of Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, though. The man, there is no better interviewer than Howard Stern. Mm, yeah, uh, there is. His Who? name is Charlie Rose, and he's awesome. Perhaps. No, there's or no at least perhaps. in the caliber. But like there is no, there's no trappings. There's no. It's just, it's just question and answer. Like it's all like with Howard Stern. There's so there's. It's the personality. Charlie Rose brings no personality to the table, but he's able able to get to the hearts of issues and really, really understand the guest in a but way see, that Howard no does one that. else can. He he doesn't bring a lot of personality to the table either. Yes, he does. Oh, the the whole show is about his personality. I mean, and you, you, once you get to that point, you can be a great interviewer and not have your personality come in, come into play. But that's the thing: when he's interviewing, he gets he gets beyond a point where it's it's like the Howard Stern show, and it's it's whatever the meat of the guest is about. Like, yeah, I, I would challenge. But you But a lot of really good interviewers do that. I don't think he's that right. makes him. I mean, I, he's probably a great interviewer. I don't listen to Howard, but I, I do I do watch Charlie Rose. Let me pose you this: that guy is the best interview I've ever seen in the next couple of days. Look up and find uh, a personality that you're into. Actor, uh, Brian Cranston uh, comes to mind, which you might be interested in, but I, whoever, that you would be interested in the guest and find Howard's interview with him. You can find him on YouTube. You could find like the full show, you know, if you wanted to, like via the Pirate Bay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Listen to it and just, just let me know what you think. 
that's a personal challenge. We don't have to come back on the show and tell me that, but I'm curious. Okay. Because I, I know that I know that you're into radio and the RL, you know, so I'm, I'm curious. You know. All right. Uh, how did we get on Howard Stern? Alex Jones. It's, yeah. and then Oh, yeah. His standing order or his standing request. His standing. Oh, uh, yeah. For him to come open on Open invitation. Show. Right. It's just, it's, 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 it was about a five minute rabbit trail. Yeah, it was. And, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So Ebola has killed about 3,000 people, affected about 5,000, and everyone's going to die. Yeah, and Sierra Leone, I guess, just put a three-day epidemic, or not just put... um, Basically, nobody can do anything for three days. From the 19th to the 21st of September. While they go door-to-door, house-to-house. Quote, everyone is expected to stay indoors. 7,000 teams of health community workers go door-to-door, yeah, to root out hidden Mm -hmm. Ebola patients, a government spokeswoman. Uh, it's clear we have a pocket of resistance in terms of denial. People are still harboring loved ones at home. So, again, like you mentioned last time we talked about it, kind of a, a cultural thing of like, you know, we want to, you know, a person of our family or whatever is yeah. sick. And, yeah, Cause, because everybody feels as though they are they are important. I mean, they are the center of their own universe, but they, f- they feel like they are the exception, right? You know, yeah. like I'm not going to. I'm not going to get sick from it. I'm not obviously going to die from it. So why should I worry about it? You know, but you're not the exception. You're another s- statistic. This is interesting. The group Doctors Without Borders, which has been working in the region, warned that the lockdown could make matters worse. Quote, it has been our experience that lockdowns and quarantines do not help control Ebola as they end up driving people underground and jeopardizing the trust between people mm-hmm. and health providers. That's yeah. very interesting and probably a fair mm-hmm. point. Mm hmm. Um, but a top United Nations official in Sierra Leone s- said he supported the idea. Quote, for three days we'll go house to house to reach every household, said Roland Manash, the UNICEF representative for the country. The reality is that the fight against Ebola will not be won in the Ebola clinic. By the house to house campaign, you try to stop the transmission at the family level. See, I, there's a fair point there, too. So I don't know. Um, um, Ebola death toll in West Africa's top 2,000. only thing to do is to... To lock down that whole area and let no one leave and let it run its course and then... Are you being serious? I I don't want to see people die from it, man, but I don't want to see the whole world perish because of it either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I don't know that there's much else to say about that. That's kind of the two ends of the spectrum. I mean, Pretty you know, and, and what the best way of dealing with that is. And it, it's, it's it's heartbreaking because these people are dying right because they're answer. not white. You know, they are dying because they are not white. This would be if taken care of. If this wasn't a black country, it would have already been taken care of. Yeah. If it wasn't well, if, if it wasn't in Africa, I'll throw this at you though. If it wasn't in the middle of Africa, but culturally. <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily just black and white, but I think I think culturally speaking, let me just let me just rid- riddle this for a second. I think culturally speaking, especially due to the AIDS crisis in Africa, I think a lot of times we have just, as white people or the West or whatever you want to call it, like we just kind of, oh, Africa, yeah, that disease-ridden place yeah, where you can go on safaris. Everybody like that's the whole world that's does what we've that. done for the last ten years. We've yeah. just kind of written it off as a continent that Central Africa has a ton of disease so- and. You can, you can, you know, we should stop people from hunting elephants there. That's all we really know about Africa and all we really care to know about Africa. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't think that is necessarily based on the color of the people that live there. I think it's just what the West has, has done for that continent. No, it's the fact that they don't have any I mean, they've been resources. slow to westernize, and I think that kind of pisses no, they, off us. They don't have us. to westernize. That's the whole point. But Well, I know, but that's that's our problem with them. I think at the deep, I think at the deepest level, our thing is our like, problem is our problem Africa? there like, is that they have no money, and they have no resources, which means that we don't have to take Western culture there. 
we we're we're taking Western culture and mass and in force to the Middle East. That's why we're waging all these wars because, because they have there's the, oil because they have resources and they have money, and you want to create debt slaves, but you can't create debt slaves from people who don't have have no capital to begin with. Yeah, and who aren't a part of the grid. Like people in Central Africa aren't a part of the grid. Again, just another story bill, where right? I don't want the facts to be what they are because they're <clears> sad. Yep, and then you realize when you look at the grand picture, you see all these pieces that it's coming all together. Sadness. But it's it just it, the fact. The matter is, bankers in high in high places, banks and large corporations control everything that's happened that happens in world governments and in in in. In large countries and in the Western world, they control our government, and it's never going to end. Speaking of that, banks and money and stuff, and this could be our last comment. Obama's bomb in Syria, by the way. That was that was our other story. That was I don't really have enough. Whatever he just wants to stop ISIS, so we're going to bomb airstrikes at sure. least. Um, As you do. I saw today, quick note on Obama, I saw today, and I thought this was kind of funny, like, because <laughs> of the, the, the number of golfing trips that Obama's taken, mm-hmm. you know. A certain would-be politician, who you're well aware of, who I have in the past stated some support for his policies, and you have argued that he is merely a businessman. Uh, he said on social media today, I believe it was today, uh, that if Obama quits right now, I think within 24 hours or whatever, uh, at any one of his golf courses, and he owns several, uh, he'll have free golf for life. <laughs> Is this Donald Trump? Uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Correct, sir. Uh, for a second there, I was thinking Mitt Romney until, until you mentioned the golf courses being owned, and I don't think that... Mormons believe in fun, so <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. Uh, not that I consider not that I consider golf fun. I don't, but some people but do. Some people do. Yeah, right? and Mormons yeah. can't do anything that that anyone would consider fun, right? Yeah, you know, like caffeine or, or sex, hard drugs. Yep. Um, three tenets of your and I's personal lives. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sex, hard drugs, and caffeine. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. In that order. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, sex, caffeine, then hard drugs, I guess, I yeah. would say. Yeah. I mean, for probably both of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah. accurate. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we've, we don't need to talk about Obama. Um, what was that last thing I was going to note? What was that last thing I was going to say? Shoot, I don't remember. Dang it, it's gone. It's gone. Obama's a terrible president. We've had worse, and we've had much, 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 much better. But yeah, as, that's the best way to put it. We will never have a great president again because large corporations and banks won't allow it to happen. They're not no great candidate. Oh, no person going to be a great president will ever get money to to campaign. I still have a subscription to Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how because I've stopped paying them. Yeah, a long time ago. But I, I they keep showing up, so I'll keep reading them. <laughs> it's probably it's probably because they have so many extra copies. Yeah, no one reads it anymore. That's probably what they do. They probably just they probably send out to like however many borders are left in the country, which yeah. is like uh, sixty three of them. I think postage costs them less than destruction <laughs> of the copies. <laughs> yeah, so the extras are like, well, they used to be on our subscribe list. Send them, send yeah. them. Anyway, I know we're joking that, but that is a very real possibility. <laughs> it's a very that postage real costs them less to have those, those co- than, to than, to, than to destroy them. Exactly. Yeah. Less than it costs to a landfill. Yeah. There's only so many indie record companies that are going to have a Rolling Stone on their coffee table in the foyer. Like um, none of them. Yeah. 
Anyways, Rolling Stone keeps showing up, and there was like a one page on uh, your girl, Elizabeth Warren. Uh-huh. And I'll say this, Matt, and we actually, perhaps this can be a door opening to talk more about 2016, because we haven't done that in a while, and it is approaching. But well, we all know Obama's going to get it when he writes in a third term. But anyways, <laughs> um, the, the worst conservative fear. God, I'm so sick of reading that crap. Just on Facebook, like, do, do you people not realize these are satire sites you're linking to? Obviously yeah, they don't. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, uh, I read some of her remarks and some of her plans on what she wants to do with student loans, which uh, if somebody wants to talk about student loans, they've got mirrors, okay? Because mm-hmm. uh, I have a lot of student debt between my wife and I, and yeah, I liked what I heard. Did you? I did. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this may be a paraphrase, but I think she wanted to institute a, a, a flat interest rate for all student mm-hmm. loans, mm-hmm. which I kind of agree with. Uh, I don't think that you should necessarily, I don't think there should necessarily be competition for those type of loans. No. I think it should either be you can get it or you can't. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing was that anybody who has them, even if they're in default, I believe, again, a paraphrase of what I think I saw, uh, was that you would have the opportunity to refinance at that rate. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about student That's, loans. That, ta- uh, that talks to me, boy. Recent, recent news about student loans. Um, did you know that we just passed uh, $1 trillion in student loans in this country? I absolutely believe for it. For a couple, a couple weeks ago? It's not even ago? surprising. $1 trillion. Not even surprising. It's second only to mortgages in this country now as the, the biggest debt in America. Well, yeah, because the number one loans. thing keeping you from getting a mortgage is a student loan. So, yeah, it makes sense that those are the two biggest. Um, and you you know that unlike mortgages, you can't declare bankruptcy and get out of your student loans. Nope. They will Because it has been suggested forever. to me to declare bankruptcy in the situation nope. that I'm in, and it wouldn't do me any good. Nope, it would not because the student loans would be right there. Because other than student loans, I've got a few thousand dollars of debt. Sure. Uh, maybe even two. $2,500. dollars $2, yeah. $2, If that. Yeah. But the main problem it's is a my racket. Loans. It's a racket to turn you into a debt slave the day you turn eighteen. That's why I say don't go to school. Don't go. Don't even go to high school. Just after mm, junior high, well, drop out. Okay, get a job. Free. Get a job. Find your passion and your bliss, and pour yourself into it, and try to make money off that. What if that's use drugs? the time from your fi- to the time you're from your fifteen to the time your parents kick you out the front door. Use that time to find your passion. Get real good at it. What if that's and drugs? Learn how to make money or off killing it. folks. Then if it's drugs, then it's drugs. But yeah, you're, that makes you folks. a bad person. If it's killing folks, it makes you an even worse person. But still, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it, it, high school after junior high is useless. Absolutely useless. It's it's nothing more than to teach you how to conform. Well, to, here's what I would say society's, about society's that's the society's mindset for you as the individual. It's it's yeah. to strip away your individuality. Yeah. And, College is, is used in this country for nothing more than to turn you into debt slave. Are you kidding me? We live in an age where you can Google any bit of information you want. You can pull up a video on YouTube about how to do anything. You can pull or up even free courses. Vid- you can put up videos and courses, find videos and courses on how to do open heart surgery. Okay, right? Like seriously, you do not need to pay somebody thirty grand a year to learn something. Yeah. If you want to learn something, go friggin' learn it. Right. Go friggin' learn it. <laughs> I can tell you really want to swear there, and I appreciate you not doing yeah. so. But it's a uh, it's a goram shame that what they do here in in, in the states. I'm just going to start swearing like they, just, like, a, like they do like an in all my favorite year old. No, in all my, like my favorite like sci-fi shows like like fracking is from Battlestar Galactica and goram is from Firefly. But it's just like yeah, it's, they, it's substitute curse words basically. 
Anyways, we all know what they mean, though. Well, I would. I, I the only thing I would change about <laughs> your plan of uh, not going to high school is I would change high school to be like everybody. What everyone here's what I say: what everyone thinks that college is, high school should be. Because honestly, when you're 15 and you go into high school, mm-hmm. right? You should have four years of prep. I'm talking balancing a checkbook. I'm talking learning how a mortgage works, learning how credit cards work, learning Learn, learning how debt works, learning period. how debt works, driver's education, sex education, things that when you're 18, you will need to be a productive, functioning member of society. Mm-hmm. Everything that people think happens in college, throw those in those four years. Yale and Harvard can retire and hang up their Ivy League capes. And and let's put it in high school. That's why, honestly, looking back, I know people that were that hate that they were homeschooled. And there are parts of it that I wouldn't necessarily recommend or that I necessarily didn't benefit from. No, it was great. I loved it. But I'd tell you this. In my four years in high school, I learned a heck of a lot more about life than I ever did in three years of college. Yep. I can tell you that. It was, and it was, and, and it that's wasn't... no praise necessarily to my mom or to anybody. But but during that time, you know, my, my parents and my upbringing was get a job, learn how to talk to adults. And yeah. now that I'm 26, yeah. you know what getting a job at that age and learning how to talk to adults has done? Getting a job at that age and learning how to talk to adults has made it to where every single interview I've ever walked into, I've walked out with a job. Yes, yes. Every single mm-hmm. one. And that's not, I'm not, that's not, I'm not BSing here. I'm not making that up. Every interview I've ever walked into, I've walked out with a job. I've got about an 80% success rate with exactly. interviews. Yeah. Exactly. But then I'm not good looking, so you have that going for you. <laughs> get get out of here, man. No, it's a scientific proven fact that good looking people get jobs. You're studly, Matt. You're studly. I know I'm studly. I know I'm studly. I'm just not a very good looking stud. <laughs> like, I'm a total beefcake stud house, but... like <laughs> Total just- beefcake stud house. Yep. That's going to be the name of the episode, and and I love doing this. That way when people see it, they're going to be like, well, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And they're going to have to listen to Minute... Whatever we're on to find out. What it's it called means. a non sequitur. Uh, it's called forcing people to listen to the whole crappy show. <laughs> I'm a total beefcake stud. It's called it's called marketing. Damn it. Um. Anyways, that's been give that some thought. Thanks for listening, everybody. We yeah, uh, give all those things some thought. I'd love to hear about them on Twitter. I really would. Sure. No one ever tweets at us. It's it's, it's so frustrating and boring. But uh, anyways. Yeah, I, I, want, I want to hear uh, what you got, what, what, what you thought about those things. Blah, Facebook, Twitter, we're both on those. Well, you're not on Facebook, but the show's on Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, remember 9-11. Never forget. Yep. Never and, forget. Uh, Always remember. And uh, keep your pants pulled up in public places. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next don't week. Don't take any wooden nickels, and uh, don't do your mama a solid when she wouldn't do the washing. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in audio, man. I I had no idea. So long. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.